0: It's award-winning Frederick County Sports Weekend with interviews with local coaches and players. Here's your host, Steve Nibbs. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, as we continue our series of talking with the head football coaches here in Frederick County. And my guest today is the head football coach at Oakdale High School, Mr. Kurt Stein and And, Coach, always a pleasure to chat with you and hope things are going well, and welcome. Thanks a lot,
1: Steve. Always happy to be on here with you. It uh, means it's almost time to get going when we do this interview, so we're getting excited. appreciate you having me
0: on. Indeed, my pleasure, Kurt. Always a pleasure. Let's start with you. I know we've talked about this before, but certainly I, I can recognize something that's special. You've been the only coach at Oakdale since the school opened. What uh, goes through your mind? What is it, some of the things that uh, you're feeling having at that opportunity?
1: Well, I mean, the amazing thing is, uh, it catches you that we're about to start year number twelve. Oakdale <laughs> yeah, was was the new school, and I guess I guess still is the new school, but it's hard to believe that it's been twelve years since we started the process of uh, you know building the program from scratch. And, <laughs> This will be our, our 11th varsity team in, in our 12th season and 12th years of school. So the time is, is, is the first thing that uh, jumps to me in, in how fast it goes.
0: Things that, uh, how do you approach it? What have you learned in those 12 years as as beginning a, a, a program from scratch?
1: Well, I mean, obviously it, it, it's, quite the undertaking you know when you start from ground zero like we did but uh we've learned a lot of lessons along the way you know we we did things one way then maybe we do things a different you learn and grow every single year that you do this and you know the amount of kids and the types of kids that we've had have changed a lot you know i think the very first year that we had all four grades i think we only had 900 or 800 kids in the school and we have about fourteen fifty now So, um, you know, the school has changed a lot. Um, If you've been to the campus, (laughs) it used to sit out there all by itself with absolutely nothing around it. And now we have houses and other everything is right on top of us. We're we're literally in the middle of Grand Central Station now. So everything around us has changed quite a bit in those 12 years. Our school has changed quite a bit. But, you know, we're still trying to strive to do the same things that we've always done in the football program. And, you know, we've been lucky to have a – pretty successful program in our, in our run here, and we're going to try to keep that going and build off of that.
0: Indeed, Rick. Coach, looking back quickly, uh, uh, give us a little j- uh, journey there of how things started for you and how they ended up where you are today.
1: So um, I, uh, I'm actually from Wheeling, West Virginia, originally. I, I played high school football and uh, a place called Wheeling Central Catholic. And um, I went to Marshall University, and my first year out of college, that would have been uh, the fall of 2004, I got a teaching job at Catoctin High School. And I was uh, fortunate enough for the legendary Doug Williams to offer me a spot on his staff and bring me on. So I spent the first six years of my teaching and coaching career here in Frederick County at Catoctin High School. And then in the uh, fall of 2010 is when Oakdale opened, and I was very fortunate enough to uh, get an interview for the job. and. Now, I must have done something okay in the interview I, <laughs> I, I got the job and, and I've had I've had it for the last 12 years you know and so um, you know I was an assistant coach for six and now I've been a head coach for 12 and uh, it's hard to believe it's been 18 years already that we've been we've been doing this as a career but it has and, and you know as, as you guys know and familiar with OKL we've We've gone
0: from 0 and Ten to state champs and everything in between. So it's been a heck of a ride and it's been a lot of fun. Indeed, and uh, you know, that old that old saying, time flies when you're having fun certainly can uh, pertain to the uh career of coaching for sure. Uh no doubt. Uh, looking back these last eighteen months, Kurt, and I've talked asked the coaches this question um what have been what has been your takeaway your perspective here of what we've had to deal with here in the last year and a half
1: well i mean unprecedented would certainly be the word i would think you know um one of the things that maybe makes high school football a little bit different than um than a lot of the other ones is um we never, we don't really have much of an off season, right? Like, we, we are lifting, conditioning year round, that so we get to be with our kids year round. And when everything happened, you know, that took that way. Everybody concentrated on us just not playing in the fall, but we also didn't have all those spring workouts, the summer workouts. And then we weren't with them in the fall. And then we did get together in the spring, which we are extremely fortunate for. And we are very glad we were able to give our seniors something on the way out and, and our underclassmen a chance to, to get to play for a minute. But, you know, it was very different. You know, it, we didn't have any of the preseason we didn't have, couldn't have meetings. We couldn't eat together. We, you know, we couldn't do a lot of the things that, that make football special. So, um, you know, the last three months on the other hand, have been pretty great. You know, we, we were able to have a pretty regular summer. We were lifting in conditioning four days a week. Seven on seven, all all the stuff that we normally get to do, and it was just so awesome to see how happy the kids were to be out there. I mean, when you say, "Hey, we're gonna you know we're gonna run ten four hundreds today and do you know fifty reps of squats or whatever," that doesn't sound fun, but the kids showed up you know ninety at a time to do it because they were excited to be back and get to do something and try to train and do this right. So. We're turning in the right direction. We're not there yet. Obviously, 100%. We're still, um, we're still having some COVID stuff pop up, and we're, you know, we're certainly still following certain protocols and things of that nature that you know aren't 100% normal. But we're with our kids every day. You know, the kids are with each other every day, and um, you know, I'm really hoping that we can stay on that path because you can just tell the difference in the kids' mental makeup from where they were in the spring to where they are now after getting to be
0: together all the time. And you can bring up that uh, great point, Coach, and the fact that uh, we found out firsthand, we always knew this, but we actually got to see how, how important it is for kids to be together personally, face-to-face, and the coaching, and how much that meant to everybody.
1: Absolutely. I I saw our kids in the spring as excited as they were. I could tell they were different. You know what I mean? They they had gone through trauma. They had gone through trauma. I mean, they really have. And, you know, really still continue to do so in some ways. And I've seen a lot of kids, specifically on our team, how much they've come out of that a little bit recently after, you know, like I said, after the summer and everything like that. And it, they're, they're like themselves a lot more right now. It, right. You know, today was the first day of school. I know this is there in a couple of weeks, but, you know, I, I don't think it's a secret. We might record a little early. Today was the first day of school. And, you know, we had almost 1,500 kids in the hallways and they were excited to be there, you know. So um, we're excited to be with them. Uh, I, like you said, I'm really hoping we can keep going here with, without any major hiccups. I'm, you know, we'll have minor ones, and, and that is what it is. But, you know, we, we want to get there to Friday night. We want, you know, 2,000 people in the stands. We want a student section that feels like it's going to shake the place down. We want the band playing in the whole nine. We want to get back to bringing our community together once a week, you know, under the lights because, you know, that's a special thing. And football is a special sport, the way it brings the community together a lot like not, not really like anything else, and you know I think the community and the student body, they're they're chomping at the bit to get that opportunity again. And you know September third, we're lucky enough to play at home on the first one, and we're really hoping we can bring everybody together.
0: Yeah, I think uh, it was uh, one of the coaches said um, it's an event, and that is so important to the community, and and that and, and indeed I have to agree. It is an event, and what a special event it is! Every Friday, absolutely. Looking at what took place in the spring, and as you said, Coach, we they were, you were able to have a, a many seasons, so to speak, and got something for your seniors uh, to go out with. How about you? The turnaround now, and your assessment of this year's squad, uh, your returners—how many you have? Uh, any any players we should look to watch for this upcoming year?
1: So one thing that happened in spring is, you know, we, we played a lot of young guys on purpose with with the way the spring was set up. But then, unfortunately, we got hit with the injury bug a little bit in the spring as well. So, you know, the product of that was we had a lot of guys who were coming back on this team that got some experience in the spring, got some playing time, got practice time, and, you know, are are now – have trained for a summer and look like they're really ready to help us. You know, Cam Dorner and Andrew Hodges, you know, our captains, and they've been playing varsity football for us since they were sophomores. And, uh, you know, we're going to start with them to take over the leadership role and kind of take the team by the horns and under the belt. You know, Joe Pittman got a lot of time at quarterback last year, and he's back. And, uh, you know, we got just, you know, a couple, three or four offensive linemen they got a lot of time in the spring. We bring back uh, Wyatt Turner and Catcher Vonis on the defensive line. So, like, we, we got some guys there that we think can help us. we got a trio of sophomores that are extremely talented. And Evan Austin, Hunter Thompson, and Dom Nichols that are really going to help bolster the roster a little bit. And they're very young. And, you know, we've, we've got a ton of guys. We've got a dynamic player named Rory Blanchard that's really going to make a name for himself as kind of the next big linebacker out of the Oakdale tree here. So I could name a lot of guys. We have some talent. It's whether we got enough time between now and September 3rd to get it gelled together, figure out where all those puzzle pieces fit in, and see if we can't get them all pulling in one direction
0: here. It sounds like you, you'll, you'll have that ready to go, Coach. And, you know, I, I recognize some of those names because they're multi-sport athletes, and uh, those are always nice to have on your squad.
1: That's something that we push very hard. I truly believe in kids. Kids are supposed to be kids. I don't think they're supposed to do one thing 12 months a year. You know, they have a very short period of their life where they get to play sports and, and do these fun things and not feel like they should take advantage of that. We're we're creative with the way we use our football class and some of our off-season lifting stuff to make sure these guys get the training that need in the off-season. But I hope they go play basketball or go play baseball or go play lacrosse or Whatever it is, I hope they play multiple sports because I think it's good for them. I think it's good for them to be competing year round, and you know it's good to use those other muscles and kind of train the whole body, if you will.
0: Indeed, and I, I agree with you hundred uh, percent, Coach, on that. It's keeping it. Let them be kids. Let them enjoy their four years of high school. Do you have have a statement or a mantra, or do you change it year to year uh, for your kids, for your team? Well, we have a couple different
1: things that we'll focus on from year to year, and I won't get into exactly maybe what we share in the locker room, but I'll just say that we're kind of of focused on getting back to what we were. The truth is, you know, in 2019, uh, we got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs by a point, and then we had our, our wild spring season, so... You know, us lifting that trophy up at the Naval Academy in 2018 feels like a million years ago. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, our our guys our guys are trying to regain what who we are and what we are, and we're trying to, you know, put ourselves back up into that mix of the very top and the best of the state. You know, that's something that we feel like we should be able to do in a year-in, year-out basis at our school. And like I said, there's nobody on the roster played a significant role the last time we were on the top. So we got a lot of guys that are hungry for an opportunity and have some talent, and so we're hoping that, and they're hoping that they can try to get us back in
0: that conversation. I'm, sh- I'm sure that'll eventually happen as, a, as the program has already proven, Coach. Looking back over your 18 years coaching, the last 12, of course, being coming up uh, here at Oakdale, if you could name three ingredients for that you feel are necessary to have a competitive, consistent, successful program, what would they be?
1: Hmm. Wow. So I'd say the first one is work ethic. If, if you aren't serious about this being 12 months a year, if you're not serious about the weight training piece, about the conditioning and the speed piece, and then serious about practice every single day, you're never really going to have a program that can compete on the highest level. You know, the second thing I would say is competitiveness. You know, you really do need to be a person and surround yourself with people that want to be successful and that want to win. Because, I mean, we, we say we have a focus on winning too much, but like everything you do in life is some type of competition. Yes. Right? You're always trying to get a job or, or get this or do that. You're always competing. So you should always be trying to win. I don't think it's a bad thing to teach our kids to try to be competitive and try to win. And I I would say the third thing, and we had this maybe in 2018 when we won it all more than everything, is love. If you truly care about the guy next to you, you will go harder and work harder not to let him down. When it becomes about something bigger than you and it becomes about the people that you're surrounded with more than it becomes about yourself, know, football is the most unselfish game ever created. Eleven guys have to work in perfect unison on every play for everything to anything to work in, and one guy gets a little bit of credit at the end of it. You know, and yes. there's a ton of guys whose game you never hear ever, but they're the reasons that you're winning. You know, and defense works the same way. You these two guys sacrifice themselves so this guy over here can make the tackle. And, you know, you'll be willing to do those things if you love the guy that's playing next to you, and you know when teams really care about each other and they're close, the best teams are the closest teams. Uh, that's how it always works. So, if you guys got guys that are good work ethic, that are competitive and that love each other, you're going to be pretty good. Of uh, nine times out of ten, I say.
0: And that certainly comes from the top down, coach. I know that's something that you go over and 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 continue to to. Explain to those kids and let them uh, understand. And, and if they look back, certainly can uh, find proof of the pudding, so to speak. Looking back on, back in your day, earlier days, younger days, what was it about uh, the game of football that got you hooked when you, before, when you started to play the game? Why football?
1: Well, I mean, I think one of the things is kind of what I just mentioned. I love the team aspect of the game. I, I love, yeah, you know, my friends, my best friends were always the guys that I played with. And when I was younger, I really liked the contact to be alone, to be honest with you. You know, so it it, 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 was, it was a game where my uh, aggressiveness was um, encouraged, not frowned upon. And, you know, I, I was always a, a team-oriented person and, just loves to win and didn't you know didn't care about anything the glory you know getting the credit or anything like that and you know it's just it's just so special like we don't have one of the things that our kids don't get a little bit like we got where there's long camps and the two-a-days and like you know going yeah. away and doing all that stuff but, right. but there was something about that like that like that was about getting in shape and learning and all that kind of stuff and yeah, you know, we've gotten away with that because we do such a good job of getting in shape before the season. Now, which was really something that we did back then. But like, there was a bonding that happened. there. Yes. You know, coming together that happened there, and like that was just always so. That was the best part, and that was so special spending that time with your teammates. And you know, you never have more teammates than you do when you play football. That, right? There's, there's just no sport like it.
0: Yeah, I I agree indeed. Thinking back coach what was it about coaching was there a light bulb moment for you that said this is what i want to do
1: yeah i mean for for me that that was pretty simple so uh my junior year in high school going into my senior year i was uh, the only returning starter on our team so the 22 starting positions, 21 were seniors and me so i was the captain and you know, ready to really take over and be my team. And I tore my ACL. Oh, boy. And uh, uh. I, 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 sat, I missed my whole senior season. But my Whew. coaches, just being a wonderful people that they were, you know, I was at practice every day and they put me to work. They had me co- working with my position groups. They had me coaching and w- working and running the scout team and stuff like that. And, you know, after a couple months of that, you know, I went home one day, I said to my dad, and I said, you know, I, I think I want to be a coach. I'm actually having a lot of fun it's bad practice, and uh, my dad was being the intelligent man that he is. He said, "Well, if you want to coach, you're gonna to have to get into education and be a teacher. Because if you try to work a regular job and be a coach, that's uh, it's probably not going to work out real well." For you. <laughs> no, so I made so so I made up my mind right there to to go into education and, and become a teacher, and with the intention always the intention of getting into coaching, and you know, and that's what I did. And those those six years that I coached. Uh, football at Catoctin, I also coached basketball up there. And, um, you know, I've, I've, I've been teaching and coaching every single year since, since I've got out of college. So, for me, it was a, it was a pretty defining moment because um, one thing got taken away from me, but it, it sort of opened the door to something else that's been, you know, it's been my career ever since. And,
0: and it's always amazing how those things take place. It's almost like that was meant to be, Kurt. And I, I know, uh, you know, Mark's very – Uh, Lucky to have you out there at at Oakdale High School. The Oakdale community is certainly glad that you are on board. Uh, We're starting uh, to run a little low on time, Kurt, but I want to certainly wish you the very best this coming season and and certainly for how long you want to coach in Frederick County because you are one of the ones that help uh, Frederick County be one of the best, not only in football, but we're, we're very, very good at in other sports as well. And keep the good name of Feder County going uh, when it comes to going to state cha- uh, t- championships and winning state titles. Thank you for your time and, and certainly good luck. Steve,
1: we always appreciate you having you on. Hopefully we'll see you out there at uh, the Bear Caves this year yes. doing a couple games. And again, thanks. We appreciate you. Bears
0: indeed uh Kurt we will be doing some games obviously uh uh, with Oakdale and I'll be looking forward to to seeing you and hopefully get a moment to chat if we can thanks again Kurt appreciate your time all right thank you you've been listening to Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD I'm your host Steve Nibbs we will see you next week Past editions of this program are available in the audio vault at wfmd.com. News Radio 930. W